morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, thank you for tuning in and listening to the nonsensical shite that we're about to spout. With me is the Lancashire Lip. He's in a pretty good mood today. Preston have beaten Sheffield Wednesday. How are you, Dan? I'm fucking great, Danny. We didn't just beat him. Them horrible Yorkshire bastards. We absolutely smashed them. And I tell you what, if anyone's... If, if that Sheffield Wednesday fan that smashed my Van Windle back in December 2016 is listening, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> and, and along, alongside, the, alongside the very happy Dan is the very miserable Danny um, oh. after Everton capitulated to Villa last night. I've got to say about Villa last night was the absolute atmosphere in that stadium was fantastic. From beginning to end, uh, you've got to give uh, Villa fans the jib. Um, they were up for a, it was a poor performance from Everton. Nothing seemed to quite come, come off. Andre Gomes, one of the best players we had last season, had his worst performance oh, in an Everton off. shirt. And uh, from there, we, uh, we lost it. Another quick thing I want to say about the Villa fans, uh, 12 years to the day, uh, Reese Jones was shot. Um, a little boy who got uh, who got hit with a gun, or, or when he, he was uh, in the it was basically mistaken by these gangs, um, and he died 12 years ago. And on the 12th minute, and they did a one minute round of applause, which all of the Villa fans joined in with, um, which was actually a really, really kind, lovely gesture. So well done to Villa yeah. on that part, so well done on the three points you you deserve. They didn't just joining the old like i've been in like say like usually the opposition fans will politely applause won't they? yeah they all, no. they all rose as one didn't they and they got did the feet. And, and, and as well as that it was while everton were attacking um and had a good had a good good few chances during that minute as well yeah they, you know it was all everton's advantage so give them the absolute utmost credit really well done um yeah. So that's the good thing. I, Manchester United let me down on my treble today, which would have made me significantly richer than I or than I actually am. Um, and so that annoyed me as well. Liverpool played Arsenal off the park. And if you are interested, this is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> Any more you've got to add to this, Dan? Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, so we'll get into the wrestling in a bit, but... <laughs> yeah, so for you wrestling fans that are listening, we are going to the Copper Box next weekend for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Show. We're going to the Rev Pro Show. Um, but back to the football, Danny. Um, I don't know, what, what are you what are you watching City Bournemouth tomorrow? Is it not Spurs Bournemouth tomorrow? No, it's, it better not be Spurs Bournemouth tomorrow. It's uh, Bournemouth City, isn't it? Cause City... Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, City need to win, don't they? Otherwise, Liverpool are five points clear, and then it really might be their year. <laughs> you are right, Macy, you are right. Um, no, um, I think it's a bit too uh, too early in the season to get to start to get wound down with that. Um, Liverpool played very, very well for the game to the Arsenal. And it's hard to deny them um, any of the credit to the gym. Um, unfortunately, when you're living in the, uh, in the city with them, um, and getting it rammed down your throat uh, probably doesn't help help matters, but you try and let it go over your head because there's many good Liverpool fans over there. And uh, I think you'll know what I mean when I say uh, there's a, you've got to put up all sorts of Liverpoolians in your city. Well, Danny, they're not Liverpoolians. They're from Preston. They're just dickheads who choose to support Liverpool. It's a lot of shite. Don't know. If you see, see my video on Twitter... Fucking hell. Big, Liv- big Liverpool flag in the middle of Preston. Do you know what I mean? It's just wrong. I bet I bet when I go to Liverpool, there's not like a giant flag saying proud Preston on it. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? You're just not going to see it, are you? Well, you wouldn't think so, mate. You wouldn't think so. No. I like Preston. Uh, it's, it's, I don't like the people from Preston. I like the football team. I don't like the football fans from Preston. I, I don't like the people of Preston either. Um, anyway, right. <laughs> so I've just buried my own town. Should we yeah. talk wrestling? Did, did, sp- speaking of Prestonians, did you see that dickhead on Naked Distraction? Oh, old Antonio, the personal fitness trainer. For anyone who doesn't know, there's um, if you watched our vlogs, vlogs from uh, New York, from WrestleMania. 
There was Anthony, who was on the vlog. He's not a wrestling fan. He just came with us to New York. Anyway, he was on a show the other night over here on TV. Um, naked attraction, where you've got to stand there naked while a girl chooses to couple up with you or not. And uh, yeah, my mate Anthony, Anthony, who is unemployed, goes on there. Not only has he changed his name from Anthony to Antonio to sound a little bit more, a bit more trendy, he also declared himself as a personal trainer, which <laughs> <laughs> it really did make me laugh. But yeah, it's been a good week. That well, I know not for Everton, but it's been a funny week. A funny week. And next weekend, Danny, we head to the capital. What is it called? Is it... What's it called, that nickname for London? Not the Big Easy. The Big Smoke. Is that it? The Big Smoke. The Big Smoke, indeed. The Big Fucking Smoke. Fucking £7 for a pint. I'll tell you, that's what it is. Not when you go where I go, son. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. The old hare and hound. The dog and duck. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What? The blind beggar. That's where we need to go. That's by... uh... That's down um, Bethnal Greenway, is not far from York Hall. And if I remember correctly, it's where one of the Crays murdered somebody. And it's quite um, it's quite well known for like the East oh, End. We'll go there then. Oh, yeah, we'll go. We'll have fucking murder. So, what, what's your plans, Danny? So, the fr- I've, I, like, this is, we're literally just playing this by ear, but like, literally, I've not booked my train yet. What, um, what time train are you leaving Liverpool at? Um, I think I'm getting into London about half twelve, um, and I will be going to meet Chris. Um, and depending when you get in yourself, um, Chris has decided um, because he left it too late on the trains, and they were all like eighty quid, I think. Um, he's decided to get the megabus. Um, oh. So he's he's coming down, trying to get in at the same time as me. So I'm going to meet him in Victoria, um, and then uh, we're going to take our stuff back to the hotel. I'll be travelling late anyway, but we want to get uh, get that done, and then get across to the um, get across to uh, York Hall. There's a few good pubs around York Hall actually, so um, it, it's a nice place to uh, to have a few pints. Is there? I've not spoke to them about what time they're getting in, but I, I wouldn't mind. I like getting it. You know, if I'm going somewhere, I don't like waiting about. I just want to get up, get on the train and get there, get it yeah. out of the way with. So I, I might get an early train. What, what, what are you doing? Are you waiting in London for a few hours before you meet Chris or is he going to be there like around the same time as you? No, I, I think I'm, I'm getting in about, uh, I think it's about one o'clock-ish. Chris is getting in about an hour later. Um, so I'll either... Um, go down to Camden um, and have uh, have a drink or two there, and then shoot down to Victoria, or I'll just stay around Houston. There's a really, really nice pub that uh, has outdoor thing called the Houston Tap, and it's basically um, this old uh, this old build. It's it's really nice, just right outside Houston, and loads of gardens and stuff, and loads of really nice IPAs and real ales. I feel like I think we was there the other week. You know, when we played Millwall, we stayed at Houston for about two hours, and we everyone walked to this pub. And I feel like it might be the one you're on about. It's very tiny inside, but it's got big, yes, small as anything. It was that small. We all had to stand outside. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it. And there's two of them opposite each other. It's the same company run um, run them. It's one side of the road each. Right, I'm, I can't, yeah. I've got so Anyway, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll probably stay there, indulge in a few, and then go over and meet Chris, and then uh, we'll, go, we'll go back to the hotel from there. Yeah, because I don't know what, what to do, me. Because I'm not working. I'm working tomorrow and Monday, you know, for um, to make up for Friday. So yeah, I don't really want to stroll up to our hostel on my own. I've never stayed in a hostel before, so I don't really Staying know. in a hostel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, haven't I told you? Yeah, so Neil messaged me the other day saying um, it's £60 each for the three of us for this hotel. Uh, it looks a bit of a shithole. There's no, um, there's no running water. I've read a lot of the reviews and everyone's complaining there's no water. And I said, what well, he said, should we pay an extra 30 quid for somewhere else to stay? So, like, looking at £90 each for two nights. So I, I said, fuck that. I said, Neil, I said, we're going to be in this place. We're, stay, we're uh, watching All Out somewhere till 5 a.m. I said, we're literally going to sleep there. I said, I'm really not bothered. So we went from thinking about upping the hotel we were in to a 90 quid one. We downgraded to a 30 quid one. So we've got a hostel. 30, 30 pound each for two nights. Fucking <laughs> hell. Where is it? Uh, it's, it's, it's above a pub again. Um I can't think where I feel like it's about four miles from Houston. 
but yeah, so I don't really know what to do. I'll probably just cling around. I might come for a beer with you or something about dinner time. Yeah, just keep so, in touch. Keep I'm not one of them who's going to sit in, you know, sit in Preston until dinner time, then get the 12 o'clock train or whatever. Soon to get it out of the way with. Um, it's like it should be two and um two hours fifteen minutes, but I'm getting the um the slower train because it's like it's only twelve quid each way. Um, so I'll get that. I think it's three and a half hours. Twelve quid each way. Yeah. Why? Because it's like it because it stops all the way down there. So as I say, it adds an extra hour onto the journey. Um, but I'm fine with that. I'm in no rush. 12 quid. My train's costing me 70 quid. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, but that's, that's returning. And plus, you've left it late. Oh, did you book yours ages ago? Yeah, about two weeks ago. Weird as if you got it for 12 quid. What the hell? Um, <laughs> But yeah, so, so Danny, so we're going to get there. I'm guessing everyone will meet. Well, so we'll be meeting up at York Hall, ready for summer sizzler. Uh, it's my first visit to York Hall. What what should I expect uh, at York Hall, Danny? Is it a nice venue? It's it's a very old fashioned venue. Venue. It has been modernised, but I've I, I as a boxing fan growing up, I always loved uh, York Hall. Um, the atmosphere in there, you know, these Friday fight nights of British boxing atmosphere in there is intense. Um, it's small. It's small in terms of the building size, but it actually holds quite a lot considering. Um, I think it's about 1,200 people get in there. Um, the balcony uh, stooping over, it's a low balcony, makes everything look quite cool. It looks like quite a, an ECW-esque type of uh, venue. Um, it's uh, it's good, mate. The, uh, they're not too keen on you standing, um, but I think they, are, they haven't been. But the last time I went... You'd sort of relax that. Um, but the security are dead, dead tight in there um, in terms of if you bring anything in with you. Um, so just be mindful of that. But it is, it's, a good, it's a good venue. It's a proper old school venue. And um, it, it, the only problem is it's got a glass ceiling. So if it's ridiculously oh. hot, if it's ridiculously hot and it's obviously summer nights, um, then it's, uh, it, it, will, it will be roasting in there. What beers do they do? Standards, average, horrible Carlin and Carlsberg type of shit, I think, from what I can remember. Oh, fucking hell. Carlin, what a horrible drink that is. Really not yeah. a fan of that. No, it is. It's just standard lager. By the time you by the time you've had a few, you don't really care about it anyway, do you? No. So I'm looking at the weather, Danny. They're setting at, at around twenty. 21 degrees, 22 degrees next Friday. So it's not actually that bad. Yeah, yeah. That's good, mate. That's good. It's, it, it's not bad. And it's obviously, it's a bit later on at night as well, isn't it? So it's not like these six o'clock start they the used to have on a Friday at Um What time does it start? Sorry. <laughs> I think it starts about half seven, according to Neil. Right, right. You see, I'm looking at the card, Danny, and although Rev Pro is somewhat like the whole of British wrestling really is a bit like cooled off a bit on it. <laughs> Excuse the pun, it's Summer Sizzler, but Rev Pro has cooled off a lot. Um it's actually a really good card, isn't it? I mean, the double main event for people who don't know is Okada and Tanahashi against Zack Zaber and Suzuki Gun. That's sort of like what we saw at um at the Hilton in New York, isn't it? Um, yeah. what was that match? It was, um, I thought it was... Um, Osprey and Tanahashi went. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Um, it, it was, um, it, it was. Uh, you know what my, my memory is like, but this this card is actually, for me, really reminiscent of um, Rev Pro um, a, a while ago, maybe two, three years ago, when he, obviously New Japan weren't coming over the next day. The... The it wasn't coming to England at all. It was a little bit more underground than it is today. And like I was fortunate enough to see the likes of Shinsuke Nakamura, Okada, Tanahashi, and all these people a couple of years ago. And it's got it's really reminiscent of that kind of atmosphere. I'm really actually looking forward to the card, to be honest with you. Yeah, the David Starr, Will Ospreay. I mean, Will Ospreay this year has obviously been having great matches with everyone except A-Kid. But Will Ospreay has been having great matches with everyone. And uh, obviously, David Starr, he's probably probably the hottest 
indie star in European wrestling at the moment, really, with his all yeah. independent movement. Um, obviously, he's having this great feud with Walter in various promotions. He won the Progress Strong Style 16. So, yes, David Starr is probably the hottest indie wrestler at the moment. Um, and I facing. Well, Definitely agree with that. Um, great to actually watch him as well. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see him up against Osprey. I don't know if I've seen the match before, um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have a great match. I mean, I watched David Styles. The last Walter Star match, I thought it was really overrated. Uh, it was in OTT about a couple of months ago. I really thought it was overrated, that match. But obviously, Osprey is a completely different opponent for David Starr. But yeah, so that is for the control of Rev Pro. So you're probably going to get Osprey winning, you would assume. But um, so yeah, so that's the double main event. Other matches, you've got ELP, El Fantasmo, who obviously is now a heel. Uh, he's done really well for himself with the Best of Super Juniors tournament. He's facing Michael Oku. Have you seen a lot of Michael Oku? Because I've been listening to uh, your mate Benno's podcast and they always seem to be raving about him. Uh, very little, to be honest, mate. Uh, I think, um, obviously, uh, as we discussed with my work situation and my time watching wrestling has gone down dramatically. The few times I have seen him, um, I, I couldn't even recall recall a match. Um, it's not to say that he's not impressive, just to say that I've got a really shit memory. I'm going to bring you something back now. So, I'm going to take you back to April. The Hilton Hotel, $10 a beer. And we watched... Brian Cage against Michael Oku. Do you remember? So that is, do you not remember? At the Red yeah, And that yeah, was a really good match. Cage, like, destroyed him, if you remember. Yes, I do. I do. I do remember. And then we've obviously got one of our favourite wrestlers, Jonathan Gresham, uh, teaming up with Chris Brooks to take on MK McKinnon and Dan Maloney. Um, should be fine. Um, and yeah, that, that's really it. that's really it. From I, the... I'll be honest with you, I like that uh, the Dan Maloney when I when I've seen him um, oh. down down at the uh, oh Jesus Dan, what's what's Fight wrong Club with me today? Fight Club Pro, indeed. Um, there's that Gabriel Kidd versus Sean Jackson, and if you have a look at Sean Jackson, who I've never seen before, um, he looks like uh, on the poster, the Summer Sizzler poster. He looks like a nineteen early nineteen seventies Jerry Lawler with the uh, the strange goatee and the uh, curly hair. Um, looks absolute spit of him. Yeah, he's, he's like a young lad. I think I've seen him in a couple of opening matches for uh, Rev Pro. But so yeah, so that's the summit sizzler card. So the plan is what a few beers. If, did you say there's a lot of pubs near the venue? Yeah, there's a few. There's uh, two over the road that are like on separate corners of each other, and they're, they're, they're quite nice. It's one of them areas. It's still the east end. It's still quite, um, you know, quite a hard, hard area. But um, it's being gentrified as we speak. Um, you'll see all these scallies on one side of the road, and then on the other side of the road, they're doing yoga in the park. Um, so it, it's you know, it's one of those upcoming areas. It's quite, it's quite individual. Um, so there's good, a few good pubs down there. But there's another. I was going to say there's another one I'm looking forward to the tag team tournament final. Shah Samuels and Josh Bowden. Josh Bowden's an amazing wrestler. It's just such a pity his attitude is so poor that nobody wants to promote him. Um, versus Aussie Open, I think that's going to be a really good match as well. Yeah, Shay Samuels. He's signed for um, WWE, hasn't he? Uh, has he? I didn't yeah. know that. To be honest, I'm surprised he's going to be on the card. Then, to be honest. Yeah. So you're assuming Aussie Open are going to win and then go on to the New Japan show. Um, mm. But I think that was always going to happen anyway. Cause, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, so what, what do you think these pubs will put up with people like Neil in? Neil, I'm, Neil is on a coach. So Neil, on a four-hour coach to London, I, I'm a bit worried about what state he's going to be in when he gets there. Oh, that should be interesting. Um, and yeah, I'm sure they put up with a lot worse than Neil. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Um, and then obviously his mate Liam, he's flying in on his jet from Barnsley. Who who I've just learned is actually German. <laughs> uh, well, from living in Germany anyway. Yes, um, we've got the copper box WhatsApp group. That conf and, uh... confused the life out of me. What time do you land? He's from fucking Barnsley. Oh. And then I had to step in like Danny's from Germany. Um, but yeah, and then we've got Paul. Paul, Paul is crazy. Paul, Danny is getting the coach down. He's staying in a hostel, not our hostel, and he's only coming for the Friday. 
He's he's uh, getting the bus home after the Red Pro show. Fair he's got a mammoth journey that day. Yeah, you know, I think Paul's been thinking about it. He's been on and off with it because he said to us, he said, oh, what are you? What are you?" Because I just thought he was staying with you and Neil. Um, and uh, he said, oh, no, I've got nowhere to stay. And I was like, well, let me know. Me and Chris are going to book it next week. I'll let you know. Um, and we can sort something else. And then Paul was like, oh, no, it's all right. It's okay. Uh, so I asked him again. He's like, no, no, it's fine. I'll, I, honestly, I'll sort, me, sort myself out. So he's... Um, He's uh, he's in a hostel as well, is he? Yeah, I think I think he's um, he's like in between jobs, so I think he's trying to try not to spend too much. Uh, you know, it's right. a lot of money in it. A tri- yeah, a weekend no, it trip is, to it London. Um, um, look, at, look, look at me, as I say, I've literally done done coach there and coach back on the same day when I've been skinned. So I know, you know, I know exactly what's um, what's like. So good on him. Shows, you know, shows he's he's going there because he he, he actually loves what he's going to see. So that's. Fair play yeah, to him, I Osprey and Star are like his two favourite wrestlers, so obviously that match appeals to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that is Rev Pro, Danny. I, I'm thinking myself after the Friday night, obviously we're staying quite a way away, I think, from what we've done, Danny. We've booked the hostel, so it's mm. a 10-minute walk away from um, where, is it Clapham Junction that's showing all out? Okay, right, so okay. This is the grand... It might be, you know. That's it where IPW, be. nice building, and IPW have promoted from there a few times. Oh, right, I thought you meant our, our hostel. Is that the grand? Um, oh, no, sorry, Clapham. <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, it's um, that's that hooked on of promoting it. Um, so we are going to go and watch All Out there. Um, but, yes, yeah, so what are you doing after the summer? So the show, I'm thinking of maybe going and like, get a good night's sleep at our hostel ready for the big day Saturday, but I know it's not going to happen. Well, it's me, me and Chris, but our, we're the older kind, aren't we? We're, we're the older gentlemen of the crew, the gentlemen of the road, and um, we will probably have a quick pint or two and then head back to the hotel. Um, I will then serenade tales of um, jokes and these lovely things to Chris until he falls asleep, and we'll be probably be in bed by 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock? Wow, what time's the show finishing? I'd imagine the show would finish about half nine to ten o'clock. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what, for a half seven start? I didn't think the show would be finishing until about 11. Uh, maybe, maybe it might not do. Maybe it might not do. Oh, Danny, I'm gonna, I mean, will get you smashed and keep you out. Uh, I, 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 I don't think you will. <laughs> um, so then the Saturday, the Saturday, the big Far day. too long in the suit to be given into peer pressure, lad. Nottingham Forest versus Preston at the city ground. Sixth versus twelfth, wherever wherever they're languishing. You're you're it's your favourite away day, isn't it? Yeah, I love the city ground. It's just like a proper it's a proper ground. You're like right behind the goal. You're literally on top of that goal. Um, we won one nil there last season. It was great, but obviously we weren't doing that well. It was December, so we didn't take as many. Whereas I think we might, I think we'll take over 1,500 to 2,000 to Forest next Saturday. Um, so I am a bit gutted that I'm not going because I do love Nottingham Forest away. And we always play Forest, Danny. It's always either on a Tuesday night or in the middle of December. Yeah. So we yeah. never take a big fall. And then the one time we're on a Saturday, 3 o'clock, August, it's going to be a nice weekend. I'm going to be sat with you lot watching fucking Japanese wrestling. Listening to Neil talk about how Bamford's single-handedly promoting Leeds. Um, oh, he's doing well, hasn't he? Yeah, to be fair to him, he, 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 at this level, he's going to get you 20 goals a season. He might not. He's one of them strikers, Danny. He doesn't play that well, necessarily. <laughs> but he'll Jermaine always... Beckford. Jermaine Beckford. Do not speak about Jimmy Beckford. Seriously, my cat, my black cat, has been named... named Jimmy after Jermaine Beckford. So he's looking at me now, looking pretty pissed off. You've just dissed his family name. No, I haven't. I'm just saying he, he's one of them players who'll get goals in League One and Championship level. Do you um, remember his goal against Chelsea for you lot in that? I do. You I, do. Uh, I think it was three. No, Carlo Ancelotti got sacked in the uh, in the corridors of Goodison after that after that match last game of the season. Um, yeah, to be fair, he was a good player. I was disappointed when we let him go. I don't think there was any reason to let him go. He got about 12 goals that season. And most of the appearances he made were substitute appearances. Um, 
So the only problem with him was he, he needed about four chances to get one goal. Yeah, that it was like that for us, but we were that good. The city only played for us in League One for about six months. We signed him on a free transfer in November, and I think he got about twenty-two goals, twenty goals. <laughs> and no joke, we first signed him, and he had about five one-on-ones away at Crew. It was away at Crew j- just after Boxing Day, and he missed about four chances. And everyone's going, "He's shit, he's shit." And then. <laughs> And then he just saw everything just clicked and he was scoring. He couldn't stop scoring for us. He's the reason we went. Well, obviously got a hat-trick for us at Wembley. So that's legendary status at any football club. Um, But yeah, so back to the Saturday. um, And on this big wrestling weekend, I think it's going to be a big afternoon of football. I'm assuming. Are we going to be? I think I'll probably be forced into watching United versus Southampton with Chris um, at the early kickoff, I think. So you're not um, doing any touristy shite here. You're just going to meet us straight at the pub. I've, uh, I go get to London about six or seven times a year, so it's um, the touristy uh, stuff has usually been done. It's a lot of shite, anyway. Um, but yeah, so we're meeting you at the pub at dinner time, sharp. I'm guessing for this Southampton United match. Ah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, fuck off! Playing it down, aren't you? Playing it down. Yeah, well, it, it just it depends on what Chris wants to do with his team. I'll uh, I'll follow him. Yeah, sorted. Well, anyway, we'll be in the pub watching Southampton Man United, um, and then and me and Neil were talking before about going on the West Ham Norwich game. It's forty two quid though, and it's like it feels like a waste. You know, like you're at the Olympic Stadium for a Premier League game, not to yeah. Go on. I'm so, I'm not I'm not going. To no, that. We're, we're not going on. We're not going on, but. So we're going to sit and watch Gillette. No one kneels like you have a few few drinks and think, I can get on the pitch here. Um, <laughs> no, it, no, it's not It's not for me. Um, West Ham aren't my favourite team. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll spend the day having a bit of a wander around, maybe get something to eat, and then head over to, uh, head over to the copper box because I think things will start early. Um, the Olympic Village itself is quite nice to have a little walk around, so we might go and do that. Yeah, so our plan is to watch Gillette Soccer Saturday in a grotty little pub, have a few bets, do you know what I mean? Cheer on Swansea against Leeds, Preston against Forest. <laughs> uh, and then I just can't wait to listen from from our WhatsApp group. I can tell Neil and Liam have a lot of banter with their Leeds and Barnsley alliances. So I hope Barnsley are playing next Saturday at three o'clock because I can see a lot of banter going back and forth between them two. Yeah, the um, they have been quite amusing to be fair. Um, this this Yorkshire rivalry. Yeah, I might do a Preston Leeds and Barnsley treble. Although Barnsley got beat three one at home to Luton today, so maybe not. Barnsley, oh Barnsley, have got Wigan away. So Ooh. that's a winnable game. It's a that's winnable a very game. winnable game to be fair. Yeah, Wigan was sh- well. We beat him three nil. Um, oh, and then the next game after Wigan Barnsley, it's Barnsley Leeds at Oakwell. On oh, Sky. That's uh, that's interesting. One. That's we, a tasty we, one. I think we've got an international break coming up though. First, haven't we? It's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? The season you're just getting it like you know what I mean. You're just getting into it, and then you've got two weeks. We know football. No, <laughs> I, I don't know, mate. Uh, way the way Everton have played against Palace and the uh, Palace and Villa, I think I'd welcome an international break. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, that's going to be well. against Bulgaria. Yeah. Kosovo playing fucking Kosovo we'll batter them um, so we're going and looking at the matches I'm really pleased that they brought over some of the um, some of the young lines um, it's I think first match you've got uh, Narita Umano and the shooter and Taguchi versus Shoyo and Rocky Romero um, so I'm really pleased to see uh, Narita and Umino because um the you see when you see them they're always impressive aren't they and you you tend to be told that when you see them live um the the, the better again so let's just hope that all goes yeah well. I'm sure I'm sure they'll look good after five or six scoops <laughs> yeah um but yeah well I don't know to be honest Danny if we get beat to Forest. And Leeds win is. I'm not really going to. Yeah, you're not going to go in there with a the great. Uh... Oh, I said to Neil, I said we should just stay at the pub, watch the five o'clock kickoff, and then we'll just make it in there for the start. Get of the in there for nine. 
yeah. I said we'll just watch it all at the pub. We'll stream it on your phone, sitting outside the sitting outside the stadium. Um, but yeah, no. Well, I mean, as you said before, the winner of the um, Aussie Open versus Shah and Josh Bowden match uh, gets into the um, gets to face uh, Tonga Lawa and Tamatonga for the uh, IWGP Championship. So we're hopefully looking at an Aussie Open versus Tamatonga. To, Tonga lower that I think that look that'll be a great great match. Yeah, because the Tongans they work better I think against you know like uh, a bit more of a fancy dar team like the British. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The the say if they're working against their uh, Sonada and Evil, they they, mm. they they were just boring those matches, weren't they? But they had a real. What was the match they had, Danny? I know you're not good at remembering stuff, but do you remember on the Dallas show? I feel like the Tongans had a really good match. Oh, it was with Show and Yo, wasn't it? That was a good yes, match. But did you just out just out of curiosity going off point a little bit here? Did you see the um did you see God versus um the Briscoes at uh, at the ROH summer uh, show summer supercard? Yeah, I did. It was it was oh, a bit brutal, weren't it? Fucking hell. Fucking hell. It looked it, honest to God, it, if anyone knows the Grafton and Liverpool years ago, it looked like something had kicked off outside there. It was absolutely brutal. Uh, enjoyable match though. Anyway, going off on the ROH um We've got Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenta um, in for a never open weight championship. Another one that I'm looking forward to. You still not impressed with Kenta? Oh, right. Well, it was really tough, Danny, right? He was in some very, very good matches, right? In the G1. Yeah. He was yeah. in some very good matches. But a part of me is thinking, is this the other guy just being so great that, do you know what I mean? Cause it, the way Kenta moved, the way he kicked, the way he struck. It wasn't like he had a match with Will Osprey, and I hated that match. It was like good, but Ken, I was sad. Kenta just like he did not look very good in that match. But then in the other matches, he did look. He looked fine, but he wasn't his old self, obviously. But um, I don't know. I think anyone who's facing Ishii, who's half good, is going to have a great match. Ishii is possibly the best wrestler in the world at the moment. He's just his G one was quite unbelievable. Quite he's just, yeah, he, he is Danny. You've got obviously old oh, no, Don't get me wrong, I'm a lover of Ishii. In fact, the last time I was in your call, it was Ishii versus Shibata. Um <laughs> so that was long. That was a good one. As if so, yeah. So they, I think they'll have a really good match. Ishii, they've made the right decision having an Ishii singles match. And a Suzuki singles match because Ishii and Suzuki are really over with the UK fat, with the UK crowd, yeah. with a Western audience. Obviously, they both had their feud in Rev Pro for the title last year. So, it, looking at the three big single matches, you've got Ishii in one, Zack Sabre in the other, and Suzuki in the other. So, that's just really, really sensible booking from New Japan as usual. Mm. Um, well, we, what I think is. <laughs> How can we put this nicely? Um, you say sensible booking, um, and yet we're in London. And I know what you're going to say. Will Osprey is in yeah. a tag in, in in a really not not a, a great tag team match. I was just thinking that ELP um, uh, with Robbie Eagles. So a bit a bit of a strange one that, but um, it's a chance, I suppose. Everyone knows Will Ospreay is one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet at the moment. And I think it's a chance to showcase Zack Sabre Jr. in more light, um, defending the British Heavyweight Championship um, or the Ref Pro title. Um, I don't and know. also... Can, and can also I, to, go on. I, I just want to... Sorry for interrupting. I just want... Do you know what? If this were WWE, I wouldn't hold back. So just because it's New Japan and we like New Japan, we're big fans... I'm not going to hold back. Let's not beat around the bush, Danny. Not having Will Ospreay, possibly the best wrestler in the world, as you said at this moment in time, who is on the cusp of becoming a star in New Japan. He's over with the Japanese audience. This show should be him, maybe even headlining the show. This should really be there to get him over even more with the UK. He should be in a big time match on this show. Let's make no bones about it. It's fucking ridiculous that he's not. He should be yeah, in a big singles match. It's a no-brainer. It 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 does it do you do question it. However, look at look at the, the the top three four matches 
Um, you've got, as we said, Kenta versus Ishii, Zack Sabre Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada versus uh, Suzuki. With the exception of probably Suzuki, there isn't really anyone there that Will Ospreay has not had a great match with. There's no new, there's no new matchups for him. Do you know what I mean? Now he has faced Suzuki in the past, but never in a really big. Uh, yeah. So the only one you've got to say that you look at there and say, well, who could they face? Is Suzuki now? The problem with that is obviously Suzuki wasn't in the G the G one, and this little mini storyline has been building to a card versus Suzuki. So I can that, kind of understand why they do. No, no, he's the junior division. He's in the junior division. He's the junior champion. ELP has a win over him from the best of the super juniors. Just have. The title match in the UK, ELP, do you know what that's I mean? What, is well known amongst the British fans. That's exactly. I'm going to be honest. That's exactly what I was just about to say. Sorry. I'm, no, no, it's fair enough. Um, I was going to say why put him with Robbie Eagles and against Ishimori and Phantasmo. Just play, just put him in there with Phantasmo. Um, you know, you can you can certainly uh, slot Robbie Eagles and Ishimori and elsewhere on the card and just make it a three way or a four way. Yeah, sorry, a three-man, three-man or a four-man tag rather. Yeah, but you know? it's one of the things we can't grumble. It is a good overall. I know I am. I had a moan in the uh, WhatsApp group, but I, I I was pissed off about something. I can't remember yeah, what. You, but it, it's a great, it's a good card by New Japan standards. Don't get me wrong. A lot of these tag matches, I I know it builds for stuff, but I, I just couldn't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? I'm not interested in any of these. I know that I shouldn't call them random tag matches because they build stories, but on their big shows, I know it. you're going to tell me it's how they do it, which is fine. It's how they do it. I'll accept it. But I don't want to watch 50% of a card where I don't give a flying fuck about the matches. But that's just me. Maybe I'm different than your well, New Japan fan. Rather, rather than to concentrate on the negatives like that, let's try and concentrate on the positives in terms of what I think will be the match of the night on the Saturday. Um, Travis Banks versus Noam Dar in NXT Cardiff UK TakeOver. What's your thoughts on on this match? Are you taking the fucking piss? <laughs> NXT Cardiff, right? If you're one of these dickheads who, when... You promised you, you wouldn't. I you don't promised you wouldn't. Uh, you, set, you know what he was doing then? You know what he was doing... Right, you thought, right, he's just had a whinge about this New Japan card, I'm going to point him onto NXT, right? Yeah, well done, well done. Because, let me get this right, right? All you little filthy progress marks, yeah? Sorry, Danny. <laughs> anyway, all of you little marks, yeah? All you NXT UK Ultras, whatever you want to call yourself, right? You, as a British wrestling fan, if on this Saturday you are supporting NXT UK in fucking Cardiff... You're a fucking shitstorm. You're a fucking idiot. NXT UK couldn't give a shit. It is a proper gander organization. A lot of shite. Triple H has tried, well, not Triple H, WWE, with Triple H at the forefront, have tried to destroy British wrestling. Let's make no bones about it. The British scene was great a year, well, about two years ago. Yeah, and look at it now. Tyler Bate, what's happened to Tyler Bate? He's in NXT UK. He's had one singles match this year. NXT UK is a lot of shite. I can say this from my own experience because I was at the fucking tapings in Blackpool. The still to this day, to this day, the worst wrestling show I've ever attended. NXT UK Cardiff to me is not taking place that day. And if you're one of these four, what is it? Three, four thousand sheep shaggers that are watching this event, then you can do one for me. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't, NXT UK is a joke. This show is not there for British wrestling. This show is there to try and stop people attending the New Japan show or watching it. That is the only reason this show is taking place. WWE and Triple H do not give a fuck about you. They're British wrestling fans. They do not give a fuck about British wrestling. So if you want to go and support that, that's up to you. That is up to you. Do what you want. But I am going to go and watch New Japan because I'm a wrestling fan. Do you know what I mean? I'm there for... I'm all up for these big companies bringing their big shows over to the UK. 
And then you get a little WWE trying to like put on a little shitty show in Wales to try and compete with it. Not for me. Not for me. All these NXT UK guys, do you know what I mean? I know they're well paid or whatever, better than they were. I'm happy for them. I'm really happy for them. But as a wrestling fan, NXT UK can fuck off. That's all I want to speak about that match. About that card. Sorry. It is. I'm ghosting it, Danny. I'm ghosting it. Okay, sorry, happy. mate. Can I just stop you there? I've just been to get a beer. Could you just repeat that? I didn't hear you. Danny, you do not set me off. <laughs> Seriously, honestly. I mean, no, no, so, no, that's fair enough. I said I get all these people on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I'd say that it's going to be a really good show while they're sat there with a 25 Progress t-shirts in the wardrobe. Fuck off. Where's Jim yeah. gone? Anyway, right, let's get on to the butt of the matter. All out, Danny. So after we've watched this great New Japan show... What are you doing? You're not watching all out, are you? Are you watching? No, no. We won't. As I say, go back to the fact that we're we're um, we're, we're both a little bit old, older now. Me and Chris, we're probably just going to head back to the hotel and watch NXT take over. You can't. <laughs> are you joking me? <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we'll probably we'll probably have a few berries and go to bed. And we might, if we can stay up long enough, we'll watch it. But the likelihood is we'll watch it when we get back home the next day. Um, I want to be fresh in mind, and if we've been drinking all day, um, I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I as I would. So I can I can stay off Facebook and Twitter the next day. Aww. I can ignore that, and I can watch it fresh when I get home. Who wants to watch it fresh, Danny? Come on, there's going to be there's there's that much wrestling on these days. Back in the day, I'd be like that. I'd be like, oh, oh I don't want to be hungover for that wrestling show. But now there's that many wrestling shows on. If if you avoided, do you know what I mean, drinking, you'd be screwed because there's that many on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I it's thought you'd be it's, it's, about, it's about being up or drinking all day yeah. and then coming home and trying to watch a wrestling show without falling asleep. And when you're the age that I am, um, being your element though, like a bar full of wrestling fans, all your mates. I thought that's like a bit you, don't, you, you really don't like you really don't know how much I hate fucking people, do you? Um. You know, a bar full of people I don't know watching wrestling on a screen that I probably won't be able to see properly. Uh, you won't get a seat. You'll know, you have to stand and then people will be talking over you. You won't be able to hear it. I'll be fucking miserable, mate, I'll be honest with you. Oh, fucking hell. Well, I'll probably... I probably won't have a clue what's going on. I was one of the only <laughs> ones yesterday, Danny. I was happy that Kenny... Kenny Omega, uh, Moxley got cancelled because I was looking forward to that match. So at least now I can watch it when I know what's um, going on. Yeah, I mean, this is this if if true, I think it has been confirmed by all elite. They've um, replaced him with Pac. Yeah, Kenny against Pac. Yeah, the, the match that got cancelled from was it Double or Nothing? But yeah, so it's been a few months really since no, it was. It was... It was Page versus Pack at Double or Nothing, wasn't it? Oh, I shit, it was, uh, yeah. And then they were meant to do this later down the line. Yeah. Could so, you no, on the ball? I know, it makes a change, doesn't it? Makes a change. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's um, all out. Um, it, they've, got, they've got it all out, sorry. I mean, uh, what's it called? Oh, God. It is called All Out, isn't it? I'm losing my mind here. All Out? Yeah. <laughs> so a professional podcast today we um, spent more time talking about football and then <laughs> do you know what we've got we've, football wrestling uh, I, the, I just get that that easily confused um, we've got a uh, 21 woman casino battle royale are you looking forward oh, to that fucking hell what? we've got what we've got a 21 woman casino battle royale Oh, what? Another uh, one of them stupid things they did at the first show? Have they not learned the lesson about these pre-shows? And the winner will receive a match for the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship scheduled for the October 2nd AEW on TNT. Couldn't give a fuck. Hey, I tell you what, Danny, going back to football, going back to football, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen who Fulham are playing next week? No, I'd imagine it would be somebody in the championship. Cardiff, <laughs> where NXT UK is. Oh, fuck Fulham are away at Cardiff, but it's been moved to the Friday night on Sky. Okay. So, so we won't be able to watch that. Fuck, I was looking forward to that. Um, But yeah, so Tony Carney might just show up at the NXT UK hotel, slap a few bitches, get back on his plane. 
back to Chicago. I don't think he'll be there, will he? He's not going to be there. He's going to be at all out. Can you imagine if you had a football chairman, right? <laughs> and he was like, oh, is the chairman here for this game? <laughs> no. No, he's, he's, uh, he's at wrestling in America. He's fucking what? He's at wrestling in America. You're taking the piss. We're here in a big match away at Cardiff. <laughs> Friday night on Sky and Tony's fucking sat out there in Chicago waiting for fucking Jericho against Angman's Page. Oh. We're Tony. We need a big decision, but he's actually rubbing body oil onto Kenny Omega <laughs> as we speak. Um, fucking no, no, he's, he's, he's... So, well, you know what, fair play. I've got, I've got to be honest, I've got... A, a lot, I think listening to a few interviews with Tony Khan, he's, I, I like him. Uh, he comes across well. Um, so um, yeah, uh, I, I'm just just on a slightly other point as well. I'm really looking forward to the uh, Dave Master versus Joe Coffey last man standing match at uh, UK Takeover. Uh, oh, that be... <laughs> Is that what they put on the card? Yeah, I actually, I actually like Dave Master. I've got to be honest. Yeah, I like Dave of... Master. If he was great when he was wrestling on the flag market against Chris Masters, impressed him, but. Actually, I do like Dave Mastiff. It's just a shame NXT UK is a load of fucking shit. But, yeah. Okay. And um, going back onto the... Uh, get back onto uh, AEW, what looks like will be the other pre- pre-show match. Um, well, there's, there's a couple of d- different <laughs> possibilities. We've got Private Party, uh, who excelled in the debut, didn't they? Yeah. Um, versus Angelico and Jack Evans. And Helico looks a different performer when he's with Jack Evans in the ring. Yeah, I know what you mean. And For Helico, me, it just brings shit. him up. He's been shit whenever I've seen him in England, but I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on if it works or not. I just like seeing Jack Evans, to be honest. The, the old yeah. ROH early days fan in me makes me think, as if Jack Evans is on a wrestling pay-per-view in 2019, and he still That's... looks about 16. And still doing awesome things as well, man. It's got to be said. Uh, we've got Rio versus Hikaru Shida. Um, I've never oh. seen Hikaru, Hikaru Shida. However, I'm told many, many good things about her from um, people in the know. Um, so that could be one to look forward to. You've not Rio seen Rio No, no, I haven't. Did I haven't she not seen one of the other shows? Not to my knowledge, if she has, then I haven't taken that much. It could have been, you know what? It could have been one, one where my stream... Well, remember when my stream went funny right. during yeah, all the women's matches? There was, a, there was a triple threat women's match maybe at the last show. Maybe I think it might have been the one before that awful fight for the Fallen show. I feel like they had a women's triple threat match, if you remember. I think Nyla Rose against uh, two Japanese ladies. And it was a really good match. And then after the match, one of them turned on the other one. Do you remember? I, I no. thought it was those two. Is it no. not? No, although I'm just double-checking now. Major Elite Wrestling competing in a six-women title or match. It was a double or nothing. It's the one I missed. Right, I see. If, if anyone's thinking these two are being a bit unprofessional today, I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't watched any fucking wrestling since SummerSlam. I'm just, I feel like I'm on my summer holidays. Football's back. So it's like the down period. I had a long Best of the Super Juniors, a long G1, a fucking even longer WrestleMania. It was, it's was. it been all wrestling the first six months of this year. So we're just unwinding a bit. We, before. We've, we've had like a month off, haven't we, to be fair? Yeah, that's um, so uh, me a bit longer with you doing the G1. Um, we go into a triple threat, which I don't. I hope it does wonders for Darby Allen. Um, but it's Darby Allen versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. Um, probably going to be turned into it's a, just saying a three way match at the moment. Um, probably going to be some extreme form of match. Um, Cody versus Sean Spears. Um, quite interesting this one. Got Tully Blanchard um, with Sean Spears. I haven't seen any of the road to AEW yet. I'm saving it for the um, for the cook before I watch the show. Um, so I'll do that at some point this week. Well, again, I'm looking forward to seeing that match. Uh, Sean Spears always been a good hand. Cody always, you know, puts on a show. So, looking forward to that one. Are you particularly interested in that one? Not really. I, I don't, they might be able to tell a good story. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's well. going to be a story-based match. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It, for me, Danny, it's hard to get into matches like, that are like, I don't know. 
I need TV build for these sort of AEW shows. I've watched that many New Japan matches that are probably going to be better than half of these matches. That For me to be that interested in these, I need a bit of build and stuff. So I probably need to watch those Road to All Out um, YouTube videos myself. Uh, Lucha Brothers Young Bucks. That's again, I feel like I've seen these lot wrestle so many times. And they've only had about four matches. But Yeah, well, these, this is, um, is going to be an... Escalera de la Meta, a uh, la- ladder death match um, oh, no. for the uh, AAA World Tag, Tag Team Championships. Um, I'm happy to see another one of these matches, I'm going to be honest with you. I know they all follow a similar pattern, um, but it's a pattern I very much enjoy. So I've got plenty of time to see this. Um, and then we have the Best Friends versus the Dark Order. Um, formerly the Super Smash Brothers, um, not in any way, shape, or form. Looking forward to this one, I've got to say. Um, whoever wins this one gets a first round buy in the tag team tournaments. What is this tag? This tag team tournament, I've, I've, it feels like they're making it a little bit complicated to me. A first round, ra- do you know what I mean? It's just like, just fucking have a tournament. We don't need first round buys. You're not Cardiff and Fulham in the EFL Cup. Do you know what I mean? Just just fucking have a tournament. I don't want to hear about a first round buy. Just go out there, have eight teams, have a tournament and fucking get it over with. I don't want a first round buy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a bit overcomplicated. It's like a 21-woman battle royal. Anyway, Pack versus Kenny O. <laughs> As you can see, I'm going to get absolutely smashed during this show. Might seem so... Might make it seem a bit better. Especially that battle royal. Holy shit. I'm going to say to Neil, I think we'll have a shot every time someone gets eliminated. <laughs> I think I'll have a, have a shot every time Alex Marvez misses a Kim. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. A JR stares at the camera looking like he's working out what's going on. Oh, I feel bad, actually. I love JR. At least he's not as bad as that fucking idiot who fucking calls NXT your mate, Mauro. He's oh, racist in Mauro, you know. Don't like England. Why doesn't he like England? Because yeah, you know when we got that, I've never, I don't think I've told you this. When we played uh, Iceland in Euro 2016, yeah, right. I went onto Twitter, and the little cunt, do you know what he put? He put on Twitter, um, "Great to see Iceland win. The England fans really not taking this well." With like a crying laughter face, I thought you fucking prick. So I tweeted him, and me and him were having a Twitter argument back and forth. Well, to be fair, for anyone that's not English, that is a huge upset and quite a funny thing. He called it soccer. He's a fucking... Yeah, he's American. No, he's he's Canadian. Yeah, that's what I just said, he's Canadian. My great-granddad's Canadian and he calls it football because he's not a fucking idiot. Well, that's a cultural thing, isn't it? Come on, let's not talk silly. Um, It's football. It is, I agree with you. It is, it's just like America. Oh, let's steal a game off England and we'll call it something else, fucking idiots. Right, Pat versus Kenny Omega. You sure you want to discuss this now? Um, Pat, um, the bastard character sort of, it's brought me, it's taken me away from enjoying the enjoyments of Pat. Um, I think... Somebody who I used to love to watch, you never knew what he could do, what he was going to do, this, that, and the other. I think he's sometimes if people become more character focused, it adds to the character. For me, it actually detracts from the wrestler that he is. Um, so uh, looking forward to seeing him against Kenny Omega. Um, Kenny Omega again, one of the best wrestlers in the world, and we'll uh, we'll see what they can produce. I'm excited to see what they can produce. Um, but I'm not. I'm not built up to this match. I'm afraid. Yeah, I think they'll go out there and surprise a few people and have a good match. I, you know? I hope so, mate. I really do. The, I feel like Kenny needs that great match. He's not. Had, do you know what I mean? Obviously, he's not had the opportunities this year, but he's not really. I don't know. He had his match with Jericho was all yes. right. His he match with uh, Shima was all right. I know you thought it was good. I didn't. Um, but yeah, so the main event, Danny, I am a little bit worried about this. I'm not going to lie. I I can see maybe a Chris Jericho Triple H sort of match from Mania 18 where it just, it's going on straight after Kenny Pack, you'd assume. Mm. I feel like Paige is not over enough to be in the world title match, but I can see why they've done it. 
Um, let's be honest, Danny, Jericho has to win this match. No other option. Yeah, I think I think I think when um, when you look back and I know don't know how how important this actually is anymore, but when you look back at the birth of uh, on elite wrestling five ten years from now, and you see former undisputed champion world champion Chris Jericho as the first AW world champion champion, it means a lot more seeing that than it does on seeing somebody who is absolutely amazing, fantastic, who's going to be huge in the future in Adam Page. Um, it means a lot more in terms of the gravitas, seeing Chris Jericho's name on that uh, on that world title. Um, and it's, I, I can't see, I can't see any other, uh, any other decision. Um, do I think Jericho will hold it long? I think he'll hold it long enough to do a few months on TV. Um, but, I think it is just that statement champion. Um, you know, this is this is the big time. This is AEW. Chris Jericho is our world champion, and I think it's got you've got to then start looking at the likes of a, a Kenny Omega to take over as champion, and then having a proper, well run. thought out, yeah, a proper well thought out run that, uh, and maybe even a feud where with Adam Page. Because those two can really, really play off each other well. Uh, I'd like to see it. That's something I'd really like to see. But a well thought out one that's going to last over the course of six months. Yeah, you've got. I think you've got to go into that first AEW TV show. Chris Jericho stood there in the ring, looking smart with his. Do you know what I mean? With his with a belt over his shoulder. So the first thing when maybe WWE fans who think, yeah, I might try that AEW out. Let's just see what it's like. And the first thing they see is Jericho stood there with a world title. It's going to have a lot more of an effect with them yeah, or, definitely. than it would be with like, oh, who's that guy with a world title? It needs to be Chris Jericho. There's no other choice. If I tell you what, Diamond, to be honest, if Hangman Page win this, wins this belt, which I'd be shocked if he did, I will seriously start to question the judgment of these guys because that for me is just a no, it's a no-brainer. It yeah. no-brainer. I, I think the, the two of them... Can have a good match. I think Chris Jericho needs to put on a good match as well because um, the last couple, um, he, he has looked a little bit like he's getting old um, because, because he is getting old. But, you know, I'd like to see him put on a really good match uh, for the uh, for, for Adam Page and let's hope they can both bring each other up. Yeah, so that is all out, Danny. Mm. That is uh, a big show next week. Right, I'm going to ask you your favourite topic. You don't even have to say why, what, where, when. Just a quick answer. Are we going to see CM Punk on the show? No. Yeah, I completely agree as well. Um, but I tell you what, and a quick thing I am looking forward to. Uh, Punk's doing a live uh, live podcast, isn't he? Next Saturday that's being recorded. That'll be interesting. I, I, don't, I don't know, that. to be honest. Yeah, he um, is. On the, you yeah. know, with, um, what's it called? Starcast? Yes. He's doing like so, a show that will be obviously available to watch. That'll be interesting. It'll be with himself, Conrad, won't it? Yeah, that'll be great. Gotta love a bit of Phil. Oh, Phil. No, Whenever I hear the name Phil, I just think of that fucking big nose cunt, Phil Thompson. Anyway, um, right. He's gone. He's gone, bless him. You what? Oh, it's Phil Thompson. Sorry, yeah, ignore me. Fucking hell, I thought I was about to be talking about Phil Thompson. <laughs> Phil Thompson's dead. I'm going to feel terrible. <laughs> no, he's alive and well. He's Big alive nose. Well. Right. So, Danny, so I'll be, be 5 a.m. I'll be stumbling back to my hostel if I make it that far. Um, um, you'll be and I'll, I'll have been asleep there for five hours. Um, well, yeah, so we will be, and then we'll be heading home, getting back to our lab. We're going to be missing uh, Everton versus Wolves, um, which is on later that day at Goodison. Uh, so I've kindly gave my my ticket away to one of my friends, so he's going to uh, profit from that. Um, and I think today, uh, you know, I think unless unless Dan's got anything else to add, I know one thing that you know people may say he's had as a go at WWE and that, but in all honesty, he's got the class and the appreciation to actually get behind this and say, from all of us here, um, a huge, huge. Happy 74th birthday to Vince McMahon and many happy returns. We want to see you living long and 
carrying on this great tradition that we've uh, created. So, uh, happy birthday to Vince, Dan. I hope it's your fucking last. Right. He's 75 anyway, not 74, I think. Yeah, Fuck's sake, he's only 75. That, oh, this cunt's going to live till he's about 90 or something, isn't he? He is. He is. Okay. I'm, I'm not wishing death upon him. I'm just... Sounds a bit like it are, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> well, did you not hear that show Martin did? Where he shot on about 20 minutes how he yes. wanted Vince to die. <laughs> yes, oh. that, is, that is Martin. God bless him, he's gone a bit quiet recently. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, though. Yeah, he's not recovered. He's not recovered from that Vince show. He did a 20-minute podcast on how much he hates Vince. I've not heard from him since. <laughs> I, think he, I think he pissed himself off that much. He's just fucked off wrestling. Yeah, well, as I say, just a huge happy birthday to Vince. I'm going to go and watch um, the championship. Yeah, on- I knew you were. I thought, I thought, I hope he's finished. We're finished by nine o'clock here. I want to go and watch Bamford, the star striker outside the premiership. Patrick Bamford smashing in the goals once again. I'm going to have a few beers and chill out. Tomorrow I am going to the Baltic um the Baltic Triangle in Liverpool, which is all like a bit short, uh, we're going to have a few beers and uh, take an afternoon uh, away. And then I'm going to chill out on Bank Holiday Monday. Um, you you're going to be working, aren't you? Yeah, is that why you're saying this? Because, yeah, I'm, I'm eight o'clock tomorrow. I'll be <laughs> I do, doing a student building, Danny, right? And I always think, right, I'm going to get there about eight o'clock. I always do it on Bank Holiday <laughs> Sunday or Sunday. I always get there at eight o'clock. And I always. Honestly, I brush them windows, give a little bang on the sills. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I'll be up at eight o'clock doing that. And then I've got my little girl for the night tomorrow night. Um, so yeah, she's really excited for the uh, Spurs Newcastle game. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. She actually okay. said, Danny, she actually said, listen to this. I have bought, we bought a Secret Life of Pets DVD to watch tomorrow night. So we're going to be watching that. And then I said, I said, um, I said, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to record the Tottenham Spurs game, Amelia, and um, I'm going to watch it when you go to sleep. She was like, I- I'll stay up for football. I've not seen football in a while. I was like, you hate football. She was like, yeah, but can watch it late. I was like, yeah, I bet you can. <laughs> She's not soft, is she? No. And then I'm working Monday morning as well. But the th- I've got to work, got to work to get the Friday off for the Rev Pro Summer Sizzler, and it is going to be what a great way to end the summer, Danny. The last weekend in August. Weird, it's not a bank holiday, but anyway, the last weekend in August, yeah. we are hitting London. The big, easy. What is it? The big? No, the big smoke. What? What's the big easy? That's New Orleans. Oh, we were right. in New Orleans, man. If right. we were in New Orleans, I'd be, I'd be up for that, like. Yeah. Um, and then all you. Uh, can you, you imagine? Talking? Can you imagine, Danny? Liam's getting his jet from Barnsley down to Nola. Paul's on the on the overnight <laughs> coach back to Leeds. <laughs> Neil's back um, to his hostel. And then in a few weeks after that, um, Dan, you can do a joint pro- podcast with me. I'll be going to the Natural Progression series, the Electric Ballroom, oh, Progress God. Wrestling, the finest wrestling in the UK at the moment, possibly in the world. Certainly better than that New Japan rubbish. And then the following night, I'll be at the chapter from Alexandra Palace. And me and Dan will go in-depth because we know how much he does his progress. I'm not talking about progress. What what date is that, Danny? 14th, 15th? Uh, 14th, 15th, oh, Brentford at home. Brentford at home. <laughs> Brentford at home. Easy win. Well, I don't know. Actually, they've had a bad start, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They are. And from, the, uh, from both of us here, at the Wrestling Football Newspaper FM. (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, If you can rate us, subscribe, like us, whatever you want to do, please do so. Dan, shall I leave you with the last few words would you like to address Vince McMahon and wish him a proper happy birthday? Fuck Vince, fuck NXT UK, and fuck Wales. I fuck Wales just generally. I don't like Wales. Not fucking. You fucking hell. When, do you remember when they got to the semi finals of Euro 2016? Fucking hell, they had an heart attack. That would have been horrible. The Welsh people are all right, really, to be fair, but I don't want them to do well at football. Okay. So, and on that note of Dan just insulting an entire country, um, we'll sign off. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Bye. Bye.
Yeah.